Hi, I'm Alana. Um, I'm getting a MFA at UChicago in visual art, and I did a project on cotton candy. I was interested in cotton candy because uh, Universal Circus was right by my house for a couple months. Um, and I was also interested in the materiality of cotton candy. Um, so Spun Sugar was first at the World's Fair of uh, 1904. And original, like prior to that, it had been kind of a niche, upper-class food, but uh, the World's Fair and the mechanization of creating spun sugar really made it more, um, you know, part of mass culture. Um, something that was interesting about Universal Circus was that all of the cotton candy was sold with toys. Um, when I actually spoke to someone about this, they said the toys were for the adults, I guess to in some way sort of like justify the price. Um, but, uh, so they're sold throughout the show. Um, I thought that the cotton candy served as the, at the circus was an interesting sort of combination of this sort of low form of entertainment. The circus has this kind of, you know, it's not really sort of an outsider, I guess, in terms of entertainment culturally. Um, and then cotton candy as well being sort of a lower form of dessert. So another thing that was interesting about the cotton candy at the circus, it was an invisible process. It was all done behind the scenes. You were just purchasing um, the candy without knowing any of the making. And um, the people who make it actually travel with the show. There's about four people. Um, none of them spoke English, so it was really hard for me to interview them. I was more involved with the people running the concessions. Um, but cotton candy is kind of a unique dessert in that it is site-specific. When you go somewhere, uh, you're more likely to eat cotton candy versus um, you know, time being temporally specific, like eating it on a birthday or for some kind of special event. And then the last thing I just, I mean, I mentioned this with the low form of entertainment, but I just saw this sort of like exaggeration of American culture, like uh, just being pure sugar kind of spun and served. So. Let me see. Oh, so I tried making cotton candy at home um, because I was interested in using it as an art material. Um, so the ingredients are pretty simple. It's corn syrup, water, and sugar, but it was really challenging for me to control it. Um, I followed a recipe that I had found online and uh, essentially you sort of let the sugar get to a certain boiling point and then you spin it with a fork. Um, but this turned into kind of a mess. It was very labor intensive and time intensive, so it took me three hours. Um, and then in contrast, later on, I actually rented a cotton candy machine. Um, so the had artificial ingredients. I was able to make three full trash bags of it in a few hours um, and actually serve it to people. So there was just an interesting contrast in how uh, the accessibility of the dessert kind of became possible once I was able to use the industrial machine. So on the left is my experiment. I had to like cover my whole kitchen in paper. And then on the right is the cotton candy machine that I rented for the day. Um, Okay, so I actually, so I made this cotton candy and at the Logan Center at University of Chicago, they rent out the space a lot. So I was able to serve it to people who were just kind of passing by. And I asked them to provide their observations. And a lot of people 
Um, I had sort of ideas of what they might say, and um, it was actually pretty surprising, like that it tasted pink, which I thought was funny because it's not really a flavor. Um, there were several people who mentioned that it was like insulation foam, which upon like further researching that a bit, it's actually made in a very similar way of like heating up a, a material and then dispersing it. From there, like I, I think my project sort of had a lot of experiments that failed. Um, so I tried to make something with the cotton candy, like a 3D form, and it was really challenging. It doesn't really want to stick together, um, and my work got thrown out. So um, I don't know. Overall, it's got this really interesting, like it's vapor, but it's also solid, made it very challenging to work with, um, but also led to some interesting sort of eating experiences. Um, so I wanted to make a, um, an art project for the final, so I decided an inflatable felt like an appropriate um, sort of form. So there are similar formal qualities between an inflatable and cotton candy. It's got both the, the visibility and the invisibility of it. It's only operable when it's um, using you know, a, a, some element of industry, a fan. Um, it's constantly changing form based on the air. Um, I also thought it was interesting just like in terms of its like low culture association um, as like, you know, uh, sculptures you put in your backyard or front yard, um, not generally seen as like a, at, a, at a museum or an art fair or something like that, um, which I thought sort of correlated with cotton candy and, and the circus. So I made an inflatable of a um, sort of a distorted foot. Um, this was challenging for me because I hadn't actually made work like this before. Um, but just thinking about it again with like the exaggeration and the sort of like grotesqueness of the, of the form um, of cotton candy and uh, of the human body. Um, and so this is just one last image of it. Um, that was that was my project. So yeah.